Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. In some spots, it is a wet start to our morning. We're seeing some showers and storms. I'll talk about how long they last in our weekend forecast with the Easter holiday coming up. And happening right now in the storm tracker, we are checking different areas to see what conditions are looking like where you live. Came out, there was a young man laying on the street. Um, he had a stab wound to his chest right about here. Breaking news we're following in just the last 15 minutes. Police cleared the scene of a stabbing in the middle of downtown Raleigh. Nearly 13 hours after it happened is when they left. What we're learning overnight about this violent scene. And more breaking news, a local business heavily damaged in an overnight fire. The WRL breaking news tracker was at the scene. We'll have all the details for you on this Friday morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Michelle McConaughey. And I'm Jeff Hogan. A good Friday to you. Thanks for joining us. And as we take a look outside, I mean, it feels that they got that humidity to it. Yes. You know, like there should be some rain in the area. Anthony Baglione is in the WRL Severe Weather Center, and we see it on the radar there, Anthony. Yeah, we're seeing some even storms in some spots. This is mainly fairly sporadic coverage, but you notice it's a pretty active picture here on Dual Doppler 5000. So let's get you over here and show you exactly what's going on right now. We'll start off to the north. This is going to be a very wet drive if you are traveling on I-95. Roanoke Rapids down toward Rocky Mount. This is all some fairly light to moderate rainfall. Wilson also seeing some in the eastern part of your area at this point. Sanford, this cell has been actually producing some lightning over the past little while, and this is kind of pushing up to the north and east. And so heading toward more portions of Wake County, the city of Raleigh, I think, as we head over the next 10 or 15 minutes. And Southern Pines, maybe a few light sprinkles in your area as well. As we head throughout today, we're going to see off and on coverage this morning, but then really starting to ramp up, especially for our northern counties this afternoon. There is 1 o'clock, and then it all starts to migrate a little bit further south as we head into this evening over overnight tonight and continuing into the weekend. And so unfortunately here still for our Easter, we are going to be looking at that chance for a few light showers during the morning and really rain most of this weekend with lots of cloud cover as well. Temperatures this morning are fairly warm, if not mild, but we will see them dropping throughout the day. We're at 49 degrees this afternoon is what it will feel like guys by about two to three o'clock. We'll continue to track this forecast and show you the Easter weekend hour by hour rain chances coming up here in just a few minutes. All right, big changes coming, Anthony. Thank you. We're keeping a close eye on the conditions this morning on the roads. And Nia Harden is in the WRL Storm Tracker this morning. When you look around, Nia, what are you seeing? I just saw a shot out at the airport. It's raining there, one of those pop-up spots. Yeah, well, here in Raleigh, in some areas, it is dry. I'm going to show you what I'm looking at right now. Uh, you can see it's rained um, a little bit, but nothing too much yet. We're actually headed uh, to Apex here in Cary to check out those areas here on I-40. And as we do, we'll make sure to show you what we're looking at. Nia Harden, WRAL News, back to you. 
We're following breaking news this morning. Nearly 13 hours later, police just cleared the scene of a stabbing at a downtown Raleigh convenience store. Witnesses told us that a clerk at Taz's supermarket stabbed a customer. WRL's Keenan Willard is there this morning. Keenan, what's the latest here? Well, you can see behind me here the street in front of Taz is completely clear, but that only happened in just about the last 15 minutes. Police here for more than 12 hours after this stabbing incident just before 4 o'clock. Here's everything we know so far. RPD says a 30-year-old man was stabbed here at Taz's just before 4 yesterday. That man was taken to Wake Med in critical condition. Police haven't said what led up to the stabbing or outlined any potential charges, but witnesses tell us they saw the store's clerk confront the victim before stabbing him several times. One man says the clerk accused the victim of stealing before the incident, but the victim denied it. After the stabbing, witnesses say the victim stumbled out of the business. That's where former ER worker Scott McMahon says he jumped in and tried to provide life-saving aid. Came out, there was a young man laying on the street. Um, he had a stab wound to his chest right about here and here. I couldn't feel a pulse, so I did a few rounds of CPR. Um, and uh, about that time, the police showed up and took him away. The only information we have is that police were taking the clerk in for questioning. They have not named a suspect or any potential charges at this point. We're going to stay here on the scene for the next several hours and see what more information we can get out of Raleigh police concerning uh, this very, very serious situation in downtown Raleigh. This investigation now lasting into the next day. Back to you. All right, Keenan, thank you for that. And we're following more breaking news this morning. Part of a local business is burned by a fire overnight. Video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker shows the damage at the ST Wooten Corporation that's on Cleveland Road in Garner. This happened just after 1 o'clock this morning. You can see a shed was burned through there. Firefighters say no one was inside at the time. Investigators are working to find a cause. They had the flames out and left the scene just after 2 a.m. In about four hours at 830 this morning, we will learn if the jobs market is staying hot. Economists say that could be bad news for inflation, but for now they expect this morning's March job report to show hiring slowed down. Experts believe fewer new jobs would indicate the Federal Reserve's decision to keep raising interest rates is working to slow inflation. NC State economist Mike Walden tells WREL too much of a slowdown could show the Fed went too far. That's all in an effort to cool things down that takes the pressure off of prices, but that comes with the distinct possibility that it'll cool things off so much that we go into a recession. And that actually happens more times than not. Walden says he doesn't think it'll happen this time because so many jobs are still unfilled. And that means companies can cut costs by removing those positions rather than firing people. New this morning, former President Barack Obama is condemning the actions of Tennessee GOP lawmakers after they expelled two Democratic colleagues over a gun violence protest. In a tweet just after 10 o'clock last night, Obama said, quote, silencing those who disagree with us is a sign of weakness, not strength, and it won't lead to progress. Obama's tweet follows a statement from President Joe Biden. He also criticized Republicans for punishing the duly elected representatives. And both lawmakers expelled by the Republican-controlled Tennessee House are black. A third member who is white kept her position. The expulsion votes came a week after the three Democrats led a gun reform protest in the chamber. GOP leaders say the protest was disruptive and denied race was a factor in their vote. The Democrats said they will not let their voices be silenced.
They thought they won today, but Come they don't on. realize. Yeah. They don't realize yeah. what they started. Yeah. They started a movement they can't stop. They started. They thought it was, that we were creating good trouble there, but we're on the outside now. Yeah. What happened on the House floor is in the middle of session, and everybody here is a witness, and everybody saw it. You, t you guys were technically witnesses as well. If you were here in the press, you were a witness. You don't need an investigation to look at what happened in front of you in real time. The expelled lawmakers could still get their seats back. Their local governments can vote to appoint them to their same positions until a special election can be held. We have a live look for you right now out at RDU International Airport, where we are seeing some raindrops and also a few flight delays as severe weather makes its way across the U.S. We checked there are four delays right now, but be sure to check the status of your flight before you head out the door. 11-year-old Haley Brooks may be gone, but a new bill could prevent another child from experiencing the same fate. Haley died last year during Raleigh's Christmas parade when she was hit by a pickup truck. The bill proposed is called the Shine Like Haley Parade Safety Act. First, it would require drivers in a parade be a minimum of 25 years old to drive. And these drivers would also be required to receive a permit from the city where the parade is happening. And vehicle safety inspections would be a must. Law enforcement or fire departments would have to do that and ensure the vehicle is registered and insured. The bill was introduced weeks after Landon Glass, the man who drove the truck that killed Haley Brooks, was charged with manslaughter. One of the biggest sports e-sports events in the country is kicking off in Raleigh this weekend and thousands of fans will pack into PNC Arena for the League Championship Series e-sports tournament. Teams will battle for the LCS tr trophy and a chance to compete internationally in London. The host, Riot Games, selected Raleigh for the tournament, calling the city an emerging domestic esports hub. The event is Saturday and Sunday. Happening now, preparations are in full swing for the Durham Rescue Mission's annual Easter community dinner and basket giveaway. Volunteers are up early cooking food to give to hundreds of people in need at the Center for Hope on East Main Street. This is video from last year. The annual event also features free gifts and clothing for children. The basket giveaway starts at 11 a.m. There are new developments in the ongoing fight for transgender youth across the nation. What the Biden administration is now proposing for these young athletes. Plus, President Biden issues his second veto why he's against a bill that would make changes to clean water in America. And take a live look right now from the WRL Storm Tracker. There is rain moving in parts across our area. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione will walk us through this weekend's timeline. Welcome back. I'm meteorologist Anthony Baglione in for Elizabeth, who has the morning off on this rainy start here for some of us out there. Let's get us over to dual Doppler 5000 because it's fairly sporadic coverage in some spots. Not everyone is seeing the rain, but where you are seeing it, it's definitely coming down fairly heavily. Rocky Mountain, certainly Roanoke Rapids down I-95. Wilson, there's a pretty heavy bash to your east at this point. And most of this activity that's actually down towards Sanford, heading up toward Durham, this is kind of pushing to the north and east. And so we could see some of these thunderstorms working into more portions of Wake County, Clayton, Smithfield here fairly shortly. Going throughout the next couple of days, it is looking like a soggy forecast. Make sure to have plans inside. Thankfully, though, by our Easter Sunday afternoon, we are looking a little bit better. 
Good morning, Ginsmith here in the WRA Live Center. Happening now, we want to take you live to Jerusalem this morning uh, the, on this Good Friday, one of the most important dates on the Christian calendar, uh, Christians commemorating the crucifixion of Jesus. And on this Good Friday, uh, thousands upon thousands of Christians usually make their way to the Holy Land for what is called the March of the Saints. They're getting ready for that procession, uh, retracing Jesus' final steps. This is a, a image, a live image that we will continue to monitor here in the the WRA Live Center. Of course, this is coming as a uh, continued unrest is happening in Israel uh, this uh, Good Friday between uh, militants and uh, Israeli forces. But again, this is a live picture that we'll continue to monitor. No major incidents happening right now, just a procession as they get prepared to do that. All right, Ken, thank you. Rocky Mount police have charged two juveniles with communicating threats of mass violence on educational property. Police say a school resource officer responded to New Life Christian Academy on Wednesday because of threats. Two students were then removed from class, interviewed, and expelled for the rest of the year. Both are currently charged in juvenile court. A baby is safe and back with her mother this morning after being abducted at a Durham apartment complex. This happened at the Encore at the Park Apartments early yesterday. Neighbors tell WRAL the mother and six-month-old were outside when a person approached them with a knife and took that child. Police found the baby in a nearby apartment and reunited her with her mother. The juvenile suspect is in custody. An employee with the Montessori School of Raleigh has been charged with DWI and misdemeanor child abuse. 29-year-old Matthew Ramsey was arrested Wednesday after being pulled over on I-87 for going almost 100 miles an hour in a 70-mile-per-hour zone. State troopers also charged Ramsey with driving while impaired and misdemeanor child abuse for having a minor in the car at the time. The Biden administration is proposing a rule to block any outright banning transgender girls from sports teams. Education department officials say any transgender bans would not apply in elementary schools. However, some restrictions would be allowed in high school and college, depending on what the individual school decides. The proposal is now open for public comment for the next 30 days. And a 12-year-old transgender girl will be allowed to compete on her sports teams in West Virginia, despite a ban passed by law lawmakers there. The Supreme Court made that ruling yesterday. Be Becky Pepper Jackson is in the middle of a lawsuit against the state's ban. Appeals court judges put the ban on hold while they consider her case. The rules for wearing a mask are changing today at Cape Fear Valley Health. The hospital system in Fayetteville is no longer requiring masks for most visitors, patients and staff in most areas. But people with respiratory issues or who are immunocompromised must still have one. Everyone has to wear a mask in the ICU, the ER waiting room and triage areas. Unvaccinated employees must also have wear a mask at all times. President Joe Biden issues his second veto of his presidency and doubles down on his clean water efforts. The bill would have overturned EPA protections. During his veto message on Thursday, Biden said the bill would rescind his administration's hallmark water rule that was adopted at the end of last year. The measure was led by Republicans. 447 is the time right now, and the WRL Storm Tracker is out there 
taking in some of the roadways. We're seeing some rain out there. Anthony Baglione in the WRS Severe Weather Center. And we see right exactly where with this uh, map right now in the dual drop of 5,000. Yeah, for sure. We're tracking some showers and storms in some spots out there. And so let's get us over here to radar, kind of show you exactly what's going on if you're traveling today or have plans for this Easter weekend where we're starting to trend a lot wetter here, unfortunately. Let's show you here what's going on. Rocky Mount, definitely some moderate to heavy shower activity in your area. Roanoke Rapids down I-95. That's going to be a pretty wet drive here this morning as well. Wilson, this batch is just almost to your east, but these are all kind of pushing to the north and east. So we'll watch this continue and that coverage here pretty shortly. Sanford and definitely heading here into Wake County. This is a pretty heavy cell with some lightning showing up. We're not expecting any severe weather, but as you're headed out or as you're waking up this morning, you may be able to see some lightning out there as this pushes again up to the north and the east. Heading throughout today, so we'll keep the scattered showers for most of us this morning and a few thund thunderstorms out there. That coverage will start to ramp up as we head throughout the day and notice it gets up to about a 90% chance there by 4 to 5 p.m. So if you're heading out this evening as well, you're likely to run into some rainfall, unfortunately. Let's time it all out. Here's Futurecast. We can see that shower activity this morning. We'll see off and on showers and storms. We bump it ahead to about 1 o'clock. Most of our southern areas looking okay by this point, but this is all likely to kind of sag a little bit further to the south and east as we go throughout the day. And then once it's here, it will likely stay for the next couple of days. We're going to be tracking off and on showers here, continuing into this Easter weekend. The one thing you will notice today, too, it is going to be much cooler. High temperatures are actually occurring as we speak, and so we are only going down from here. Our temperatures this afternoon, where most of us will feel as we're out and about, likely going to be in the upper 40s and mid 50s down to the south. So just kind of depending on your location, but overall a much cooler forecast here compared to the 70s and 80s we've been seeing the past couple of days. Over the next little while, we still have that rainfall continuing both today, Saturday, looking very wet here. As we head into our Easter Sunday, though, we may make some progress by the afternoon. Here's a future cast model where we're seeing the rainfall pushing in during the morning and then looking a lot better here as we go throughout the later portions of the day. Still some stray showers in the morning, but like I said, just plan for a wet start to our Easter sunrise services and just everything going on Easter morning. Better by the afternoon with those temperatures getting a little bit better as well. We're at 48 on our Saturday, 60 degrees on our Easter Sunday, better by the afternoon and pretty comfortable as well. Look at that though, guys, lots of sunshine, some upper 70s by next week. So making progress here after a very dreary weekend here, at least start to the weekend. We're going to need that sunshine, Anthony. Thank you. Well, a dramatic rescue for a pregnant woman on a remote island. How members of the National Guard were able to get her to safety. And a pair of Michael Jordan's official shoes for the 1998 NBA Finals are up for grabs. We'll tell you just how much cash you'll need to dish out if you want them from trying to score these legendary sneakers. A recent study by Consumer Reports found concerning levels of heavy metal in some chocolates. Five on your side's Keely Arthur shares what you need to know before biting into a chocolate egg or bunny this Sunday. This Consumer Reports investigation looked at dark chocolate specifically. We tested 28 dark chocolate bars and found concerning levels of cadmium or lead, two toxic heavy metals in most of them. 
For 23 out of the 28 bars, eating just an ounce a day would put an adult over a level that three consumer reports experts and public health authorities say may be harmful. Kidney damage, hypertension, and reproductive issues are just some of the various health problems associated with consistent long-term exposure to heavy metals. And the risks for kids are even greater. Now, lead and cadmium are both present in the Earth's crust just naturally, but things like manufacturing, agriculture, and everything else has increased their presence in the air, soil, and our water supply, making it ubiquitous in food at this point. The good news is it's not present in necessarily all chocolate. Milk chocolate tends to have lower levels of heavy metals, but you're typically trading that off with a lot more added sugars. How the chocolates are produced and handled also makes a big difference. Website As You Sew keeps track of cadmium and lead levels in products from several chocolate brands. Local company Vidiri Chocolate Shop says it routinely tests its levels and found that their chocolates came back with levels below the Prop 65 amount, a California law aimed at keeping toxic substances out of food and water. Bottom line is, if you're not eating a bunch of chocolate every day or you're having about an ounce or less daily, you're probably just fine. Keely Arthur, five on your side. Faith leaders in Chapel Hill will gather on this Good Friday to celebrate the actions of civil rights icon Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Clergy members will mark the 60th anniversary of King's letter from Birmingham jail. He wrote it from jail in April of 1963 and in it, King calls for acts of civil disobedience to create change. Today's events will include a peace walk starting at St. Paul AME Church on Merritt Mill Road. It starts at 10 a.m. A pregnant woman in Alaska is recovering in the hospital after being rescued by the National Guard. The woman lives on a little remote island just two miles from Russian territory. She felt severe abdominal pain, and that's when the National Guard needed to fly in to get her off the island and to a hospital that was 130 miles away. Considering bad weather and mountain passes, the entire journey was more than 600 miles. Wow. Michael Jordan mega fans could make a pair of his game-worn shoes the most expensive ever sold at auction. Jordan sneakers from Game 2 of the 1998 NBA Finals are on the block right now, and the high bid is already at $1.8 million. Experts think the Air Jordans could end up selling for as much as $4 million. Bidding will be open until Tuesday afternoon. Happening right now, we are in the WREL Storm Tracker. If you are heading out this morning, you're going to want to watch before you do. We're going to show you different areas, what we're seeing when it comes to all this rain. And a violent stabbing in a downtown Raleigh convenience store. Police just cleared that scene in the last 45 minutes, nearly 13 hours after it happened. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. I came from a low-income family that was that were struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. 
I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.